0: I've always thought it would be a great blind date because you're forced oh, yeah. it's forced interaction. Now I don't know how many blind dates we Oh my That's gosh, what idea. if you well, did like Tinder dates? What if of, there was,
1: was like a speed dating cooking class? You
2: switch stations. You have to <laughs> deal with what the other person did.
0: <laughs> we kinda of scheduled one of those and then um but we limited it by to to certain age groups. Yeah, no so kidding. twenty to thirty and then, you know, thirties yeah. and forties and you know, you could be thereabouts. But then I started getting some weird requests that the Sixty-year-olds want to be in the twenty-year-olds. Oh, yeah, it's like okay. no thanks. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm. This is <laughs> I took that class. This, down. Is, why nice <laughs> this is why we can't have nice. things. This is why we can't have nice things. I
1: don't
0: want to go there. That's a great oh, story. God. Hey,
2: everybody! Welcome to the Let's Snack Podcast, um, a podcast about food. Uh, marketing, business, um, lots of snacks. Make sure if you haven't subscribed, even if you're listening to it on audio only, please just go out of your way to go to our YouTube page and subscribe. Um, let's boost those numbers up. But uh, today uh, we have Haley. Hi guys. Haley, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great today. And so then, the Monday Tuesday ever.
2: Yeah, it is kind of the Monday Tuesday ever. <laughs> Thank you Labor Day weekend. And then uh, we have Terry here from Jack's cooking studio.
0: Hi, welcome. Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, we' are actually we're so happy to have you especially after some of the research I did. I'm, I'm very excited to uh, dig into some of your experiences and learn more about uh, kind of uh, what led you to where you're at. But I guess the most important thing is first, uh, what are we what are we snacking on guys?
1: so i brought the best fuji apple freeze-dried apple slices they're really good trader joe's um trader joe's pickle chips very pickly and crispy onion chips and the only reason i have all of these is because i went to trader joe's today for their fall stuff specifically, and they did not have any of it out, and it was supposed to be out today, and I'm mad. The
2: fall, you said the cinnamon brooms were out, right? But
1: the cinnamon brooms are out, so they dupe you when you so walk they baited in, you so in you the don't store. just turn around. I would have totally turned around because I didn't need anything. But in they were there. like Haley,
2: all the fall stuff's in here. The cinnamon brooms are yeah. out, yeah.
1: And I still left with probably about fifty dollars worth of stuff. So, but you got some cool snacks. I did yeah. get some good snacks, yes, but I, I should shouldn't be snacking at all so I'm because good. I'm trying. To be healthy.
2: You and me both, Haley. You and me both. <laughs> the both struggle.
0: The chocolate.
1: It, yeah. True. True. I did stay away from the mostly terrible
2: for you things. That's good. Terry, what do you got?
0: And for me, I'm snacking on a cranberry, cashew, and almond trail mix. And it's delicious. That does sound that really great. And that's satisfying. a big bag.
2: Trail mix, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, I, Walmart. <laughs> Walmart actually Walmart's surprisingly, it doesn't do a, like, it's not known for its peak quality for the Great Value brand, but I will say the trail mix they do. Isn't bad. I've I've enjoyed the trail mix.
0: I like their sparkling water too. I,
2: they have I, their I, own well,
0: brand. I'm a great value fan. I, actually I do actually do really, a really good like job. great value. We fans.
2: buy a ton of great value products, and there's some things like we want. Like I don't really mess with. Like I used to be. Back when I ate a little bit less healthy, I used to be a big cereal guy, and I didn't mess with the, like, uh, I only mess with name brand cereal. Well, I guess
1: knockoff cereal is probably where I would draw the line, And to. for me, soda. Soda's
2: is, <laughs> like, I, I get the sparkling water thing, but I'm a big, like, soda drinker. I've been on all diets. So I know it's technically not any better for you, but it's, like, that's my vice, Yeah. So I I drink. I I think Diet A and W is my. There could be
0: worse spices.
2: There's many worse spices.
0: Anyway, I think that Trader Joe's and um, Walmart ought to throw some business your way because you just plugged them both. Oh, right. I sponsor. Trader Trader Joe's would be legit. I mean, we'll take you
2: to Walmart if we have to, but like Trader Joe's is first pick, I think.
1: Oh
2: yeah. Um, I am snacking on a uh, Fit Meals this one sounded really good it's a chocolate peanut butter pretzel protein bar oh
1: my god that sounds so good I know good.
2: and la- all the protein bars I've had from them have been super good and um, yeah I'm actually dough super one excited once? with the cookie dough one so I'm not a big cookie dough guy but I didn't it didn't taste like the cookie dough that you would think that like you the really, the tub really that you're get sweet salmonella? stuff I could like I can't handle cookie dough anything and I enjoyed it yeah so oh, that where good. does that come from so Fit Meals, <laughs> I'm glad you asked.
0: Glad you asked. Fit Meals Prep
2: <laughs> is uh, one of the sponsors of this episode, and uh, they've actually kind of been sponsoring my health journey a little bit. I'm nice. down. Awesome there. I'm down about nine pounds wow. in about That's a awesome. month. Yeah, wow, which is I'm so proud of you. yeah. I've been running a lot oh and eating Fit Meals. And
1: I love Fit Meals. Fit Meals is like one of the only like meal prep companies I feel like in Jacksonville that their food actually tastes good, and I enjoy eating right. it. Mm.
2: So I actually, I don't usually have it all three meals. I usually supplement one meal because as a bigger guy, I get a lot of calories. And uh, so all their meals are like under 400 calories, which really like basically lets me eat a little bit more flexibly the rest of the day. Um, and so I like to eat fit meals if I know I'm going out later. Yeah, uh, it helps you to, like, stay accountable. It really yeah. does.
1: I, that's why I love them, is because I would supplement them for lunch and sometimes dinner if I did. Right, right. You
2: know, well, and they're really easy, too. You just well, I that just throw them and they in have they have different oven.
1: plans, too. So, if, you know, whatever you're looking for to lose weight, to gain weight, for muscle, keto, they have something for everybody there. They have all sorts of different things. And the people there are willing to help you with whatever you need help and with. And as
2: much as this sounded like a straight advertisement, I'm I, actually serious no, about all I've, of it. No, I I've yeah. seriously
1: purchased my uh, I've never worked with Fit Meals. I've purchased everything I've ever ate from them and I'm seriously in love yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. So. yeah. Mm.
2: But if you do want to <laughs> purchase it, here's the advertisement <laughs> part. You can have uh, 15% off your order with code SNACKSONVILLE. Um but yeah, let's let's get down to business. Terry, I did some research on you through your website, which by the way, your website looks really good. Oh, thank for you. For Jack's cooking studio specifically. Whoever did it did a really good job. It was really easy to find everything. Oh, that's nice which to hear. yeah, I know. And that, I like
1: all the pictures too. You know,
2: the pictures were very Everybody
1: looks there. like they're having so much fun there. They are. I can't wait. I'm I'm gonna go. I've already can I've already talked about it.
2: We we went. We went to a sushi making class, which yeah. that's the one I would strongly recommend.
1: No, I the that's the one I want to s- do is a sushi when I keep telling so Kyle that fun. I'm Want to do it so bad,
2: and I got a lot better at it because the first few times we made sushi, it doesn't go well.
0: It's all about repetitive. Um, yeah, no mentions. kidding. So once you do it a couple times, and you come in and you kind of get get those that culinary confidence underneath your belt, and then you feel like, oh, I can go home and you know try something else too.
2: And it's a lot easier because um, one thing, I guess you don't really think about it, but the fact that the ingredients are all there and preportioned and like oh my prepared gosh. for you. That literally makes it a dream. That like is everybody a
0: dream. could cook every night if yeah, somebody was exactly preparing an exactly. ingredient tray and doing their dishes and serving them.
1: Wine oh, the yes. dishes! I forgot about the dishes. I'd probably yeah. eat healthier too if I had like a celebrity chef that just followed me around too. Hundred percent, hundred percent. My my, the biggest thing I hate is going grocery shopping. So having everything there for you, and correctly like the portion of ingredients that you need, because I never read the. In- ingredient list right and yeah, i'm always really missing
0: either. stuff Right, <laughs> and having to find that measuring cup Aww. and
1: yeah
2: mm. yeah and you guys have kind of some celebrity chefs working for you. in my opinion chef melissa works for you and yes. chef melissa is one of my favorite people um i used to write for jack's restaurant reviews a little bit and she also uh, wrote for them and we went on a an adventure with jerry one day where we we tried a whole bunch of different pizza places in jack's mm-hmm. And she's, she's a cool cat. And it she seems like she knows great. what she's doing very
0: well. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing that Chef Melissa can't do. Um, she came from, um, she's worked at Moxie in the past and mm-hmm. at Bistro X and has just um, come in and just taken over. She does my class scheduling. Um, and she and I come up with some great ideas, mostly Melissa. And <laughs> um, and she does teaching. And I asked her to teach the vegan classes, the plant-based classes that we offer. And she picked that right up. and. We just have a fun time working together.
1: That's awesome. We were just talking about Moxie earlier. Moxie Prati. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Moxie. Prati used to be Moxie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never went as Moxie, but. uh, Still Chef Tom Gray. Wait, it's the same. They just changed concepts? They just changed uh, concepts because a larger company named Moxie was coming into the Florida area. And they, I guess, had the name longer or had more rights to the that's name that's happened so. to a couple people mm-hmm. now yeah that uh chicken place uh, uh bold carolina is,
2: jacks bold
1: is it bold bird bold bird, bold bird. Is, is the new huey's it's yep. the same concept oh. same people same everything just a new name yep. the cease and it's desist crazy Come out happens, of nowhere. Though. like apparently there was several different moxies in jacksonville and they know. had to all change their name because of that and i don't even think moxie was coming to north florida i think they were going to miami but they it still had to change enough. their name so.
0: Hmm.
2: so you grew up in jacksonville correct
0: i do i was born and raised here mm-hmm. me and, and my eight brothers yeah per oh my, my <laughs> research
2: you had an 11 11 person family
0: we did wow, wow that is so cool so you would walk into our house um it was a ranch style house of course and we would walk in straight into the kitchen and then from there there was this huge um round dining table that would seat 11 people. You so guys I all it. sat at the, yeah. that's so we cool. We all sat at the table and we each had our chair with our name um, <laughs> on, underneath it. So and, you wouldn't fight. Yeah, yeah fighting. you would better not get the wrong chair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's funny.
1: So you had eight brothers. Did you have any sisters?
2: Wait, no sisters. Eight yeah. brothers. Eight brothers. Oh my no goodness.
0: Sisters. Right, so. Wow. So I know know my way around boys.
2: Yeah, no kidding.
0: You probably were
1: also the most, like, protected little sister ever. Yeah, no kidding. Um, That's the truth. I was. Yeah,
2: any of your suitors must beware (laughs) of all your siblings. Yeah, right. (laughs) So professionally, you've had a variety of different jobs, correct?
0: I have, yeah. Started out as a nurse, Mm -hmm. coronary care nurse, and decided back then – I was a late-life entrepreneur but decided back then that there wasn't enough advancement for women in nursing I and mean, it's not like there is today where you have all sorts of um, nurse practitioners and um different opportunities outside the hospital for nurses so i moved on from there to law school and practiced health law for a little while and then from there where i spent the most of most uh, the best part of my or the longest part of my career was working at the law school, um, teaching and then serving as the vice dean in, in that role. And from there, moved over to JU. Um, I was excited to work with Tim Cost, and they had gotten a big grant. And so I went over there and kind of put some guts around that grant and um, helped start that new program. So learned a lot about um, starting new programs, really, through my higher education work. And just started thinking, well, I can start a business of my own. And that's what happened.
2: So what made you gravitate towards a cooking studio? Because I don't know if that's a particularly new, like new, new concept, but I don't know of many others in the area. What made you settle on like, on on building out the concept you currently have?
0: Well, whenever I go on vacation, my husband and I always take, um, especially out of the country, take... Um, a cooking class because it's a great way to get to know the That's culture really and the idea. people. And it's, it's just fun. You know, they're, like we said, you know, somebody else is doing the setup and the cleanup for you. And usually there's wine involved. <laughs> so we um, so I, I started thinking about that. And then every time coming from that big family and the only girl in the family, I would often um, more often than not have the family events at my house. And so I would do all this work and get all this food prepared and I'd set it all around the house so that I could disperse people throughout my house and people would end up right in the kitchen. So after a few years, I thought, okay, well, if they're going to stay in that kitchen, I'm going to put them to work. So (laughs) (laughs) we would just, um, and I would assign jobs to people here. You, you make these things and you make this pizza and you, and so, um, it just became a fun experience and it's, it's fun to cook together. Um, So that's kind of, I thought, okay, combining those things. I know how to cook. I certainly am not a chef, but I know that it's fun to cook and people are looking for fun experiences other than just going out to a restaurant and kind of waiting to be served. Um, Checking your cell phone in between time. You're not checking your cell phone when you're, you're when you're cooking. Yeah, we we're heavy into hands-on cooking. So that's, I, I started thinking that that's what I would do here. And You know, I I started with um, working with the Jack's Chamber and just kind of I would go every week to this Jack's Bridges class and every week they would assign you something and pretty soon you've done enough that you think, okay, I really can do this. Yeah. And that's what happened.
2: Well, that's that's a really cool concept. And it's I think it's especially cool that it came from something that you did with your husband that you guys like decided to share with people essentially. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. It's
0: fun. He's definitely, he's not a name partner, but he certainly does my, um, (laughs) (laughs) more than he probably wants to.
2: That's funny.
1: That is an awesome concept. I've never been to a cooking class, like, in here or like in jacksonville or whatever but we did do like a chef's table on a cruise once and we got to mostly they were serving us or whatever but i got to help make the molten car like carnival chocolate cake and oh yeah. that was really fun and we originally on our honeymoon signed up for a cooking class in X in like province you know south yes. france but unfortunately, I think the time constraint or whatever with the thing, we ended up just going to the market. And she she was a wonderful chef, and she does wonderful cooking classes. We, She has a website, and it just looks so fun. But we ended up just – she would take us around to the market, show us, like, what a cheese shop in France looked like, a meat shop. We got to go to the fresh, like, you know, little – Market on. They have a sk- market in their square every day with fresh vegetables and fruit. And she brought like a cutting board and a knife and just like cut it up right there. It was so fresh, so cool. So doing a cooking
0: yeah. class in another country would be so cool. It's so fun, and and food is a common language. We all eat. Yeah. And most of us have some experience with cooking. So really, it's just a, such a fun unifying um, event. So, yeah. You know, just like going to the markets, you get to learn about the. It was. So it was such an awesome
1: experience because there's nothing like... I mean, in America, it's like, you know, weekend markets that you go to or whatever. But every single day in this small town of Axe, they have a... Market every day that pops up from like eight to noon and it it was so cool but um, during the pandemic my mother-in-law and father-in-law also did a um, cooking class virtually with some people in Italy on how to make fresh pasta and I thought that that was really cool so during the pandemic did you guys do virtual stuff or did you guys
0: yeah we did we switched over um, didn't want to we wanted to continue to support our employees who were working so we switched straight over to doing takeout meals and we had never done that so we did takeout meals and we started offering virtual cooking classes to corporate um, groups that still wanted to cook wow that's really cool so um, that was a lot of fun we found we could do that and we still offer them to this day um, yeah, we somebody the other day wasn't able to make it to the life um, class that they signed up for and they still wanted to do it so we prepared an ingredient kit for them and just kind of got on zoom and they were able to follow along from that's home. really
1: cool that's awesome that really i cool. see how the businesses how a lot of them have had to like you know kind of take something and turn and adapt and you know make it versatile for you know everybody to make them mm-hmm. feel comfortable so i think that's awesome
2: for sure thank you yeah um and there's lots of different classes that you guys offer i mentioned that i took one of the uh sushi classes haley was actually browsing oh my gosh uh, beforehand.
1: sounded so good
2: you you keyed in on some of the uh, oh yeah the Asian vietnamese foods. food
1: one i really want to do and that's tomorrow mm, I tomorrow think. right so if you're if you're listening to this it's already
0: passed yeah, but that's true. you should definitely ago, do one it's but a regular. We offer a lot of Asian classes. You know, Filipinos, South Southeast Asian, um, Indo Chinese. Um, I need to go, go there. Just all a, those. Yeah. Uh, kids camps, Indian correct? Kids in, yeah, we do. We Get your kids, kids out camp.
2: of the house. Teach them some knife skills.
0: We oh, even yeah. started this um, this fall to offer homeschool classes because a really? lot of people are choosing to homeschool their That's kids in light smart. of the pandemic. Yeah. That
1: is awesome. Also, another thing is that I wish like in like college or high school or something, that that was a class that you had to take home ec mm-hmm. wasn't a class you had to take you took it as like an elective mm-hmm. but i think a lot of people lack like very you know basic level cooking skills i know i did up until i met my husband i he wish i would have t- t- taken uh, a home
2: ec when i was a little older like i took it when i was in i think they te- uh in my hometown in minnesota they had us take it in eighth grade which i feel like oh. is just young enough where i'm not gonna retain yeah. most of the stuff Mm. I took I a cooking
1: class in high school, but yeah. still, I mean, like, it, w- it was like a 45 minute class. Like, oh, how much yeah. can you possibly do in yeah. 45 minutes? Now, Kyle in college took like a full semester of, of like cooking classes in college i, I wish i,
2: would have done oh, it. I, I wish I, that. I don't i
1: don't even think my college offered anything like that but that's
2: a life skill right there <laughs> like that that's... Well, he
1: loves to cook and cooking like stresses me out sometimes and he's just like so effortless and careless in the kitchen if something went wrong he improvises i'm like if something goes wrong i'm gonna have a mental breakdown and he has to finish <laughs> the
0: meal
2: <laughs> so do people when they meet you do they assume that like does your husband
0: cook at all does he, you... he does now that i'm um uh, started this business because I'm not home often. So, so
2: you guys probably get the thing where people, like, will uh, come – or, like, for for me, it's, like, my mother-in-law will come up to me and be like – um, oh like, she'll talk to me about cooking because I, like, owned a food truck at one point, and I'll be like, Hannah actually does most of the cooking. <laughs> and it's, it's one of those things where uh, I think people probably assume – you're gonna you're gonna be the one who does most of the cooking at home. All
0: right, well, ninety percent of the time I do. Oh, but really? He's gotten okay. a lot better at it, and now um, and now that we're kind of empty nesters, we'll say, okay, I'm gonna do this, and you're gonna do that, and he gets on his um, cell phone, looks up a recipe, and really does a good job with it.
2: Yeah, I'm usually on grill duty.
0: Like that's that's my job. <laughs> yeah, that's my dad job. Um, um, Yeah, but it's just a lot of fun. You know, you get in there and and the more you do it, Haley, the more you cook, the easier it gets and you learn to improvise and it's not as stressful. Oh, yeah, it's
1: definitely different now. I mean, I still get stressed out, but I moved halfway across the country with my, at the time, boyfriend who we had been dating less than a year and I was like oh, I'm going to cook him a meal. And I just wrote down the ingredients but not how much I needed of them and I started crying in the kitchen. I mean, I'm sure I was homesick (laughs) like I was crying. I was like I messed up this dinner for you. I'm so sorry. And he was just like, no, we'll just cut the, you know, cut it in half. And at that time I was like, that didn't even process in my mind. (laughs) I was just over here like having a mental breakdown. But it's definitely become more fun and something we really enjoy doing together yeah because we can split up the tasks like yeah. you say you know i'll chop up this you do that whatever and you know he has things that he's good at and i have things that i'm good at like i'm right. the better steak cooker uh-huh. and i will never let him live that down oh it's <laughs> not <laughs> the mail task. Yeah, I, I i'm the grill master
0: in this relationship no, Anna might
2: actually be better than me at this point too. i'm not <laughs> sure but she lets me do it makes me feel useful
0: well, you know, we offer a lot of family classes because we like to see families come in and cook together. And a lot of times that doesn't happen at home because you're so busy with doing, you know, yes. going to scouts or, um, or or just doing homework or whatever, and you don't get make the time to cook together. Sometimes it's just easier for a parent to throw something together very quickly. But it's an important life skill, like you say. Mm-hmm. And so we offer a lot of family cooking classes, and um, we, we it's just so much fun to see moms and their kids come in or dads and their kids come in and cook together a lot of times we get grandparents and children come in to cook together and it, you know they have a blast and then the more they do it the more comfortable they get in the kitchen so um... we definitely uh... will continue that as well as our kit our children's cooking classes we have quite a few of those especially during the summers but on um, weekends and holiday holidays we also offer kids classes because it's such an important life skill um, you know when you go out to a restaurant to eat the the food is typically um, much, has much more sodium and and fat and um, and calories in it than if you cooked it at home and you don't really know what you're eating there but if you do cook it at home you know what you're eating and you can prepare it according to your seasoning um, preference so yeah. you
1: know. so does your cooking classes revolve around more of a healthier aspect or what is your goal when you're doing a cooking class? Is that to be,
0: you know, more health conscious? Well, you know, um, I started out uh, with the vision that Jack's Cooking Studio would teach people how to eat healthy and cook healthy in order to minimize um, chronic illness. But, um, but then I realized people want to cook some fun things, too. And uh, not that cooking healthy can't be fun, but a lot of people want to learn to cook Pastries and and um, desserts and um, sushi, not that the sushi is unhealthy, <laughs> but all sorts of um, things that might not be, might not fall under that um, category of healthy. But the fact is that any time, that 99.9% of the time, when you're cooking something at home, you're eating more healthy than if you're eating out. And the portion and, sizing and is and usually probably cheaper, too. Yeah. And it is cheaper. And so... In a sense, we are offering healthy classes just because, yeah. it, you know, you're, you're you're more conscious of what you're putting into Well, it's your a body. healthy lifestyle, to be honest. I
1: if, looked at your – the I, I went, like, all the way down. And you do have a very healthy mix of, you know, something, like, to indulge in and, in, in, you know, the plant-based ones mm-hmm. that you talked about. But also I noticed the pricing was very great, too, because, I mean, that's what you would pay if you went out to, a, you know, true. a restaurant. And you get this fun experience, get to meet new people, you get to hang out with your family or your significant other. And I think that's something in, in not pick up your phone. Right. And I know I'm guilty of that going to a restaurant. I know my husband is, I know we all are. So I think, I think the cooking studio is like the perfect, like concept for, especially right now. Yeah, and it includes no complimentary
0: wine. So, you know, you Sign go out me up. and you, know, you, you pay for a couple of glasses of wine and you're already, you're set. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. I want to have... do this like once a week now. No, no kidding.
2: <laughs> do you have a favorite class?
0: I um about a half a year ago converted over to become primarily vegan. I do eat fish once in a while, but no dairy and no other no meat. And so I enjoy the plant-based classes.
2: Okay. That's very cool. And that I know there's like a lot of uh plant-based folks out there now and I feel like that could be a See, instead of so as and someone on the outside, when I think of plant-based, I just think of salads, obviously, because mm. that's what most people probably like. That's the stereotype. So I'm sure if people are like relatively new to veganism, like a cooking class could help them leaps and bounds in figuring out kind of um, different dishes to enjoy at home.
0: Yeah. Well, most uh, probably ninety percent of the people that take our um, plant-based classes, which are which are all vegan. Um, are not vegan, but Mm. they want to learn to kind of move in the direction of a plant forward diet. And they want to learn to cook with vegetables and um, alternative ways to incorporate um, non-animal protein into their diets. I mean, there's like a, I, I would say within the past
1: couple of years, there's been quite a bit of vegan, like food trucks and restaurants yeah, popping up been, in the area because I remember you invited me to that one vegan place, but I think that it's changed owners now. Yeah,
2: Murray Hillbilly. Um but they changed the owners, yeah. I think they're keeping a lot of the things the same, though.
1: You, I looked at that menu, and, I mean, it's a completely vegan restaurant, and it looked so Their good. Their food's really good. But uh, you, when you think of vegan, you think of, like, no flavor, no taste, and that is, I'm sure, for, the furthest away from the truth.
2: We had Crave Vegan the other day, and they had a lot of flavor. It was mm. very good. Crave Vegan's good.
0: I love vegetables, and I love all that, so I think that I would like that. Just not the... Um, my mom, and God love her soul, <laughs> uh, but, you know, she grew up cooking for 11 people and um, did the primary, uh, was the primary c- cook in our house, and she would, you know, cook those vegetables till they were army green and mushy, and oh, so, yeah. you know, it's a whole new uh, taste experience when I know. You get to cook I f- them and they just blanch the vegetables. When
1: and- I was younger, too, I felt the same way. I hated spinach, and I hated, like, Brussels sprouts and all that kind of stuff because it was so gross but <laughs> did you mute me
2: so if you just watched what happened i muted the mic that i thought was mine and it oh, turned yeah, out to be Haley's. That no. is this mine yep this is mine okay continue with that
1: thought oh, I'm sorry. so whenever i was younger i hated at least spinach and Brussels sprouts but it's like they were they were cooked like s- till they were just gross and mushy but now i feel like everybody like makes theirs like charred and crispy and i'm mm. like I could live off Brussels sprouts now. So yeah,
0: they're so delicious. I think
1: the evolution of, of like, really learning how to cook and putting, you know, passion and stuff into it, I think has changed a lot, too.
2: And as someone... So one of the burning questions that I had as someone in, like, <laughs> the service industry uh, area, um, someone who dabbles in that quite a bit, is do you guys ever have those, like, angry, like... Yelp like customers because when I think of your concept it's like I feel like it's hard to not have a good time
1: I mean if they're angry Do you they ever
2: get disgruntled folks in there for any reason
0: it's very rare and That's you know we can, we can always learn from we're, we're you know we're three and a half years old now and we're not we won't get everything right but we mm-hmm. certainly try and we learn from our mistakes so I appreciate it when people give me feedback that I can implement into improving the customer experience
2: well, that's cool, and that's also a really healthy attitude to have. I was just curious because it seems like it's it's almost like restaurant adjacent to me. It's like almost an alternative to restaurants, which I thought was pretty cool. So, um, also shout out to Vinny who was there on um, <laughs> our first night. He was a very nice gentleman, and he
0: uh, Vinny's a pastry chef by trade, so um, he is he's um such a personable guy he just like that that's where he gets his energy from is interacting with the guests and he just um, comes up with these great cakes to um, to put up that he just had a, a rainbow cake up there now that we just posted and it's a uh, you know two smaller cakes and there's a rainbow arching over it so, yeah, that sounds so you cool. know it's just um, it's just fun and a lot of families do take those cake decorating decorating um, classes because it's just you know, kind of, it's a uh, a creative outlet. That's a and-
2: popular thing too. Mm-hmm. That's a very cool thing, um, especially on like. So I, obviously, you probably know this about us, but uh, me and Hannah, we're on TikTok a lot, and we see like some of the videos that do like super super well are people uh, like demonstrating recipes or cooking various things, and a lot of it is like meals that are either like quick and easy or meals that are, like, healthy and they'll show, like, the calorie count. So there's, like, a whole, whole uh, like, section of social media right now that's, like, dedicated to, like, um, different areas of cooking. Have you guys dabbled with any sort of, like, video content in that area?
0: We, um, first of all, those videos are mesmerizing, aren't they? You could, you know, sit there and uh, spend the night just watching videos. Um, we do have a social media person who works um, with us and she does a video post once in a while and she's trying oh, cool. to teach me but <laughs> uh, they, they take a Hannah lot of time trust me. I have limited success at uh, it yeah. but I figured sometimes you know people I'll get it out there and even if it's not perfect it's well, better that's, than that's not what
2: putting you it do. out there and uh, sometimes the one that you do not think will, is going to uh, take off takes off that's, well, yeah. but that's cool yeah you guys definitely like keep putting out those videos because like that that's a really cool uh area that's kind of blowing up on social media right now
0: yeah that's what you know and for me personally when I'm searching going through Facebook or Instagram it's those videos that that's what I really at. draw you attention yeah, yeah. so it, it, it's a good reminder to keep doing videos and you know we've got a, a lot of great chefs oh my gosh I love our staff um our chefs and our uh wine stewards and dishwashers are just such a fun group. And so it's fun to host, not host them, but uh, to get them on video. And they have fun together. They enjoy each other's company. So it's fun to catch them doing crazy stuff and put that up on video.
2: Yeah, they're very. uh, That's the other thing is I thought it would be a little bit more like. uh, Pardon the use of the word, but like, I thought it was going to be boring. No offense, but your staff is so like energetic. That You can feel it, like, their passion, and it makes like, you passionate it. About literally it. instantly, like, the second they started talking, I was like, oh, this is going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and also I think that's a really rare thing for staff. So you, I think you got some real keepers there. Oh, my gosh, yes. So that that's uh, really commendable on my end because
0: staff. Thank you not only are staff these
2: days really hard to find staff
0: makes your experience hundred percent. Yeah. It's just like having colleagues. You like to work around, you know, it's, um, it's a gift. And and I try to remind myself every day that how, how great it is to have a staff that loves what they're doing and, um, that, that enjoys each other's company.
2: For sure. Um, I know you were talking about some of the benefits of learning to cook. Um, I know in college that I, Cooked mac and cheese and cereal and frozen pizzas, (laughs) so I know like just practically like it's a really good uh, skill. Um, But what are some of like the life lessons you think people can learn um, from cooking?
0: Well, we do um, whether it's in a, a just a family cooking class or when two adults come together, or we do a lot of corporate team building events. And it's just kind of learning to um, communicate with each other and and collaborate. You don't have to always be doesn't have to be perfect um, to to still be good, and uh, just you know have fun together. It's you know, it's uh, uh, cooking is a fun experience, and you know that in a corporate event you have to kind of we we do a lot of. Um, top chef type of challenges oh, that oh that's super client. cool so people have to collaborate P- people on the same team have to collaborate and figuring out what's the mystery ingredient they're going to yeah. incorporate and just how they're going to do that and um you know sometimes the the prize is so minuscule but it's just the yeah, bragging rights you know corporate teams are typically um competitive anyway yeah, no so kidding. so it's just a fun experience and then just uh, family seeing families in there to cook there uh, enjoying like I, I sit there and I watch the parents as they sit there and they kind of take a step back and let the kids do it and the kids are just having a blast and it's fun for the the, the parents to get to know that creative side of their child mm-hmm. and um, so we just I'm telling you we just enjoy it so much and the other day I had a picture of um we had a class on Sunday, um, be our Guest, So it was Belle oh. the Beauty and the Beast theme. And we had about eight little girls in there all wearing their Oh my God, um, their so golden cute. gowns and it was oh so cute. And the parents just kind of kinda of taking a step back and watching their kids at work was just, you know, I that went home so I, sweet. I took a picture of that and I went home and I showed my husband. I said, You got to see what we did today.
2: You're yeah, gonna give Disney World a run for their money there. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: So. I love. I I just
1: love the idea of a cooking thing because I love watching Chopped and stuff like that. I that's think that true. if I got in the kitchen at a much younger age, like they, they have Chopped, you know, kids mm. or they have, have you know, the kids, the kids cooking shows. Yeah. And those that's kids are so show. good. And they, I mean, it's so sweet, but, you know, because you see the celebrity chefs, how they are with adults and how like, right. you know, not aggressive, but, you know, like very firm and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then they're just like little, like the little kids are so nice to, so, And like, the kids are like crying. The and they're like, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's so but sad. I think that that's an awesome some way to get the, to get your kids in like a creative zone and stuff like that instead of just on their phone or a computer or it's playing a video great games. hobby
2: yeah because
1: i mean cooking inspires in a, a ton of people like well the, I, I think the cooking other, like, is something that brings us all together and it's something that isn't like everything a lot of things we talk about there's like two sides like a, a good side and then like you know a stereotypical bad side or right. or or all of the bad negative stuff that comes with it. I can't think of anything bad that comes... Like, there's no other side to cooking. Yeah, it's, it's just it's fun. It's genuinely people, good. People enjoy doing it. There's no, like, arguments about, like why cooking is bad or you know what i mean i don't know how to put that into words i I know what you're talking about like you know the the restaurant side the restaurant side like there's such a good side but then you have like the the very bad side of of owning a restaurant or, or being employed at a restaurant and stuff like that i feel like there's no bad side about cooking right
2: and like even thinking about like getting your kid in sports and like some of like the like a kid could like invest their whole life into sports and then like get a knee injury or something and then like all goes to work uh, to waste. But like if you like kids who get into cooking, like I think I mean, it's a skill that just keeps giving back. Well, and you can really like take that forward as a career choice. And yeah. be very successful with or it, especially if you're feed very your creative. family and friends and make them, yeah, well, you know, I mean, happy. Yeah. You know,
1: you, you can only be so good at sports for so long. I mean, you could be the... That's the, the truth. Yeah. The other only- aspect
2: is I think employers would look for a lot of the skills that come... I mean like being a chef from uh, re- cooking. it
1: requires a lot of patience right a lot of like understanding and and being versatile and stuff like that. I think those are all life skills the that a lot of people don't have that that mm-hmm. I think cooking teaches you. The
2: big thing is attention to detail. Like yeah. that's something that is really hard to find in people and I feel like that was something I was always not so great at which is why baking is not my thing. <laughs> Very me, Kyle. Precise. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my brother grant he he runs marathons and he bakes and he loves both of those things very much and,
1: those, uh, and both very, but both of those require very, precise. very much
2: very attention precise. yes yeah. those,
1: those are those two go very well it's
2: a very regimented schedule like, <laughs> it, it fits him very <laughs> that, well.
1: that does fit his, that sounds very
2: and my whole family benefits from his uh his passions. so oh, nice. like he made me and uh, Hannah's wedding cake. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it turned out really wow. good. Too. That's
1: awesome and a money saver because yeah. wedding cakes aren't cheap.
2: The kid piped his own sprinkles.
1: Oh. Yeah,
2: I know. He like he was putting oh, them on gosh. with like tweezers and stuff. Aww. I was Okay, uh, is granted, he going to come on this yeah, and gran- bring <laughs> us a cake? So actually, he's visiting um okay. in October, so we might have to have him on if he's if he's here during an episode, he might have to at least incorporate them. That'd be very fun. Only
0: if he brings a cake. Well, cooking is a, um, a creative outlet, and it's also a stress reliever. And so your brother probably oh yeah enjoys that. Oh, so, you yeah. know, it's like some people like gardening and some people like reading, but other people find that stress release in the kitchen. And so it's um it's fun to see that people. A lot of people took it up during the. Um, That's whenever coronavirus, I. yes yeah. right. Mm-hmm. They had to stay at work from home, and I'll tell you, as a um, as a restaurant, which we are were, uh, we we're licensed as a restaurant, we had a hard time finding the um, the yeast that we needed to make our recipes to sell really? because everybody had taken up. Um, oh,
2: oh, I never uh, thought. Taking of that.
0: up bread making. Yes, yeah.
2: they did. That's a very popular thing. That right is now.
0: actually mm-hmm. very interesting
1: because pretty much every other person that we've talked to on this show, we've kind of talked about their struggles with coronavirus, other than like having to shut down or reevaluate what they're doing. So, our last guy was a food truck owner and he had one permanent location, but also would go around with this other one. And he had to kind of reevaluate that because no one was in mm-hmm. their offices. So, I mean, what else would you say that you struggled with? I mean, you said that you went virtual and stuff like that, but did you have trouble finding ingredients? Were the costs going up? Like,
0: yeah, what? yes to all that. What, what? Um, so w- we instantly, because we're a small business, we were instantly able to just like flick the switch and go over to, um, making meals to go, and we hit upon, both. Um, Easter and Mother's Day were during that shutdown, really. And so those were big times for us. And we um, struggled because we had never taken online orders for food. And that was a whole nother beast and had to retrofit retrofit our website to be able to accept that and mm-hmm. and i'm our website manager so <laughs> having to teach myself how to do well you seem like and a then, really brilliant person yeah, you're so. pulling it off that's for sure <laughs> and then uh, well sometimes we pulled it off and sometimes we you know you know so i said we you know just apologized at the wazoo and i spent a lot of time not a lot of time but if i made mistakes i got in my car and went and delivered the, yeah. the correct thing but Um, But so that was a a challenge for us. Uh, It was fun to see that we could do it. Same with recording virtually. We had never done that before, but we were able to make that um, that switch. So it was all a learning experience. And that was kind of fun and kind of kind of it was like you were reinventing your business model every single day. So it was a little stressful, but also we were enjoying it as well.
1: That's really awesome. I remember, you know, food to go was very popular during the pandemic (laughs) and stuff. Because, I mean, while like people took up cooking, I know I started doing things that, like, you know, I've never done before. But also, sometimes you just don't want to cook and sometimes you don't want to even think about it. So, getting to go food would, you know, be awesome. Do you guys still offer that occasionally? Do you think you will for holidays? Well, was
2: it to go, like, was it a fully cooked meal or was it like the meal kit?
0: No, it was fully cooked meal. Oh. So we um, would have like an Easter dinner meal and you, That's would, very you cool. could select the entree and the appetizers and the desserts and the sides and um, you know even even buy a bottle of wine or whatever. Uh, so yeah, that was successful. They would be fully cooked. You would put it in your oven just to reheat it. And um, and so because, of, especially with Easter, things were totally shut down oh, yeah. at Easter during 2020. And so um, it was kind of near the beginning of that shutdown. And so we were able to offer those and did really well. Then, And then it's, um, I think Mother's Day came around and uh, things had started to open up a little bit. But people were still nervous about getting out. So um, we d- still did well there. But, no, we're not offering those to-go meals. We're focusing on um, our in-studio classes because that's, that's our primary business. Mm-hmm. And um, with a limited staff, that's what we have the time for.
2: For sure. Um, if somebody is coming in cold, like they – they ha- they barely know how to cook. Is there a class that you would point them to to try for their very first one?
0: We get asked that all the time. And when we first opened, we put in um, some basic techniques classes, and there there was one on um, you know baking, one on um, uh, searing, sautéing, um, another on braising, one on knife skills, and so. But um, we we routinely will teach people how to do each of those things in the classes themselves so um, if there's a class that's heavy into knife skills we'll show you how to use the knife um, how to hold it properly and how to dice and then um, or whatever the cut is and so you're practicing it as you go along so really there's no basic class that you can you should take before you take any others because Mm -hmm. um, we're not going to let you fail <laughs> we That's walk true. around you know we teach you how to do it and then the chef and the sous chef walk around and give feedback and oftentimes even the wine steward is a chef and we'll walk around and give feedback and so we've got a heavy um a, a um, really small student to guest ratio or guest to uh, uh, how many ratio? Right. guests do you guys have per class typically we'll have about 18 guests okay Um, and, um, we'll have three people work in the front of the house, um, where the people are out there cooking and then a dishwasher who's madly doing all the dishes. Imagine having 19 people (laughs) doing dishes in your house. That's the real MVP right there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh yeah so uh it's you know it's all we 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 figured out our business have we gone along three and a half years now and we still are making um changes but you know we've kind of we think we've come up with a winning formula and so that's what we're trying to do is focus on just building those in in studio classes
2: that's very cool yeah and i mean it, it seems like a business model that's uh, working for you, from what I've seen, there's a, been a ton of interest. And I'm they're curious. all
1: sold out, like you said before. Yeah, I was, I was looking say. on there. You have a lot of sold out classes. So if you want to get in on one of these classes, you better get on their website early and check it out. And you're going
0: to have to book like
2: next month probably.
0: Uh, we, we tried to sell out um, a couple weeks in advance. Right. We, we believe um, part of that is because we keep our, our costs reasonable. Right. Um, and we offer a good uh, value for what you're getting.
2: For sure. Yeah. And if you're trying to impress a lady, guys, this is a a pretty good way. That
0: would be a really awesome date. This is
2: a good date. I mean, like,
1: I think you would learn a lot about your potential partner or partner in a cooking class.
0: That would be really awesome. I've always thought it would be a great blind date because you're forced oh, yeah. it's forced interaction. Now I don't know how many blind dates we Oh my gosh, what idea. if you well,
1: did like dates What if of, there was, was like mean. a speed dating cooking class? You
2: switch stations. <laughs> you have to deal with what the other person did.
0: <laughs> we kind of scheduled one of those and then um but we limited it by to to certain age groups. Yeah, no so kidding. twenty to thirty and then, you know, thirties yeah. and forties. And you know, you could be thereabouts. But then I started getting some weird requests that the six-year-olds want to be in the twenty-year-olds. Oh, yeah, it's okay. like no thanks. Okay, <laughs> I,
1: <I'm>, this is. <laughs> I took that class. This down. is why we can't have nice. <laughs> this things. is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> That's funny. I, thought, oh, I don't want to go there. That's a great oh, story. God. Oh man! I'm so glad I thought of that. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. That's so funny oh cooking also brings people together for yeah. love
2: yes For <laughs> <sorts laughs>
1: unwanted love for, for, but it for. is we do a lot of date
0: night <laughs> classes and it is a fun date night. that because, sounds so fun you know, oh my gosh i really want to do one if you've been together for a while sometimes you know you think okay what else are we going to talk about now yeah. but um it's it's a fun you know you've got you've got a reason to interact
1: yes i love that oh i love that i, I want to do one so bad
2: <laughs> so do people ever like how badly have you seen this? Is I don't mean this to degrade people, but like how badly have you seen some of the recipes botched in your well?
1: Time? I haven't been there yet, so she doesn't know how bad it could oh, be.
0: No. <laughs> you know, um, almost never is a recipe totally botched. There That's are some good com- news, there are some complicated recipes like macarons, is a really yeah, those oh are gosh, incredibly shouldn't... complicated, but um, we're usually uh, almost always able to get the people to um. To do it correctly, and our and that's a tribute to our chefs who test the recipes and make sure that they are going to turn out. Now, when we first started, I'll have to tell you a funny story because we had this um, this decadent brownie we called it, and when the chefs, when most of the chefs would make it, it would turn out just this beautiful, like bakery quality brownie. But then when we'd have the guests made it, a lot of times it would turn out this gooey mess and we couldn't figure out what was going wrong. It was just, <laughs> it had to be something with the recipe that would just, it was, it was so inconsistent. So, of course, we ditched that and now we have a much better one. But, um, but it's, it's just kind of trial and error. You know, nowadays we make sure that all of our recipes, our recipes are tested before they go live. So...
1: You know. How many chefs do you guys have on staff? Chefs mm. and sous chefs and? Yeah, I've got,
0: um, let's see, four, uh, four uh, five chefs that are um, that are regular chefs um, and, and employees. And then um, several of them, probably about another eight or so that we just call on occasion whenever we need, to, uh, somebody's going on vacation we just, they have a specialty yeah. that's, that, we, um, that we need. That's really
2: cool. Mm-hmm. So kind of tying into my uh, my botched food question is like, <laughs> one thing, I'm going to roast Hannah sh- since she's not here and can't defend herself.
0: That's not nice. But
2: she eats her, her you scrambled You may need e- to
0: come to a date night class. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I've seen them two together. Is, I do a podcast marriage. with them yeah. every other week. So
1: that would be interesting.
2: So this wonderful woman of mine eats her eggs, her scrambled eggs with ketchup. Yeah. which I think is heinous and uh, terrible. I still love her uh through that. Um <laughs> but this leads to a really like large philosophical question for me. Is uh, <laughs> do you think there there is like inherently like bad food combinations or in your case Haley, are there like just is there a terrible fashion or is it a uh, is it like beauty is in the eye of the beholder? Kind of. Thing?
1: I think it's the beauty is in that be- eye of the beholder. I mean, there's some truly heinous things. I mean, have there's you no seen like worse cooks kesha- in America?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but if they, I mean, if their they own like food it and they enjoy it, is it? It's not. You I mean, as long as they're not food.
0: serving it to me, like. And sometimes you think, oh, that sounds disgusting, and then you mm-hmm. try it, and it's like, oh, this is actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, one time in college, I bought I was craving bugles and dipping it in like confetti icing. Is there a reason know. for this? I don't know. Sweet and salty. It was yeah, like it was I think sweet I was and sweet and salty because I'm not really a sweet person. I don't all think the that's as
2: bad as eggs and ketchup to me, but that's pretty.
1: Well, I mean, like ketchup is uh, or ketchup is like tomatoes. I would put like salsa on my eggs. Yeah, yes. I, don't,
2: I don't know why my brain can't make that jump.
0: A lot of is this is.
1: I mean I I put I put salsa on my eggs. Like that's tomatoes just like chunkier. Wavos. That's true.
2: Mm. That's true. Maybe I should broaden my mind, try some eggs. You go, Hannah.
1: You go, Hannah. Eat
0: those eggs with ketchup. (laughs) You
1: know a lot of people eat eggs with ketchup. That's not surprising. That that was not what I thought you were gonna say. I thought it was gonna be way worse.
0: Way
2: worse. I don't think she I think for the most part she's pretty tame as far as like food she she's really gotten into hot sauce lately oh. which i think is a southern thing cuz like yeah. from minnesota no one put hot sauce on anything
1: oh my gosh well Kyle went to school in south dakota in the midwest and he would put like black pepper really? in his spaghetti gravy is what they call it. Spaghetti gravy. He's Italian. <laughs> oh all Italians no. call it spaghetti gravy. Really? Yeah. So oh he would put just, like just a little bit of black pepper in there, oh like a normal a amount. And his like roommates would be like, "This is so spicy." So yeah. I think it is definitely oh, regional. Yeah. It is. That's true. Most most Midwest people are like meat and potatoes kind of you mm-hmm. know people, and yeah. you know when you go down to like the Arizonas and New Mexico and stuff, you have like chili oh, peppers hot. and yeah. all that kind of stuff, and even California because they're so close to Mexico and Texas and, you know, stuff like that. I think that's really regional thing. It's and that's the be. fun
0: part about food is just being able to explore all those different yes, cultural, I love um, um, d- different varieties of, of foods that they eat and how they make their flavor combinations so attractive. I mean, wow. even like
1: Asian food has so many different like oh gosh, yes. varieties because I was looking yeah. at your thing and you have yeah. like, you know, Vietnamese food, Korean food, and it's all different.
0: Yeah. It
2: is. Well, I'll tell you, if you're from the Midwest and you're proud of your food heritage, I want to know what, what Mark's Midwestern food is, uh, yeah. is unique because I still haven't figured it out. We went back. Um, Casseroles. Um, the best thing dishes. I had, the best thing from uh, Minnesota, it is, that is, that's one thing. Yeah. The other thing that they're known for is uh, their lake fish. Like, oh. walleye or, or like, is uh, a very, very tasty fish.
1: I've never had that before. Mm. That's
2: but other than that, I got nothing. Like, Ooh, oh, also
1: like um, spam products; those are made in Minnesota. That is true. And
2: oh. the other, they like beer a lot, but I don't well, know if that's regional. I
1: don't mm-hmm. think that's regional. And maybe uh, cheese curds; they like cheese curds too, they do. don't they? That's true. Up there, yeah. Wisconsin.
2: So when my brother moved here, I don't know if this has anything to do with being from the Midwest, but your pepper story reminded me of something. We used to go to like Waffle House a lot more than I do now, and. <laughs> I don't know. At the time, when you're a teenager, Waffle House seems like the peak of food. No, it's still the it's peak. It's like open all oh um He would order <laughs> like a large hash brown.
1: Literally nothing changed. They've been doing the same thing for like 200 years. Probably before yeah. mankind, they were there was a Waffle House it open, open
2: all the time. <laughs> Um, he would order a large hash brown. I don't remember what else was on it, but he would like unscrew the cap to the pepper container uh, and just oh my. bury that thing.
1: Ew! In black and I don't know why. And I wanna. I okay, wanna, and you think that's not as weird as Hannah? No, no, eating no, that's way weird. And-
2: I, Hannah's yeah. clean now. I, now the blame's on Alec. <laughs> oh which, I, if he's listening to this, I'm going Your to bring it up next time we talk. Your family is getting roasted today. Well, this I I don't. <laughs> He's a great young man. Like, the kid's in med school, but this was something that I want to ask him about. Would he still do that if he went to Waffle House today?
1: That's uh,
2: that's the big mystery. You
1: said he's coming. No, no, no.
2: So there's two brothers, Alec and Grant. Grant is coming, and you'll probably end up meeting Grant. I'm going to pull up the calendar now to figure out what day stuff's on. You should
1: ask Alec if he would eat.
2: I don't think you're going to meet Grant, but that's okay. Um, But, yeah, Grant's the Grant is marathon runner. Baker Alec is um,
1: pepper on his uh, med school guy.
2: Yeah, pepper and he recently got two kittens and now that's something I think of every time I think of him.
0: Finally, you know uh, my daughter is married to an Argentinian boy and um, man. And um, his parents came up from Argentina, uh, Buenos Aires, to visit, and they—they're ha- big into, of course, their cows. They got a lot of right. cattle down there, and they do these asados. Um, mm. The barbecue, all the love, time. Oh my gosh! But they, they, the way they season their stuff is just with salt, and so which I,
2: I respect, by the way. Like they, I like that.
0: They went. They took them out to one of the Austin barbecue joints in Texas. Okay, probably didn't like and, that. Oh no! So they could not stand it. it. Was too spicy for them because it had all this too spicy. Too spicy, and my daughter said, that, "You know, it's nothing. It was very mild." Yeah. Oh yeah. They just are not used to it. Does your That's crazy. how many kids do
1: you have? I have four. Yeah. four are they? Kids? You said one daughter. Does she live in so you're
2: Texas? You're an empty nester right I'm now, an empty so they're, nester. They're we all... two
0: daughters and two boys, and they're mm-hmm. all scattered throughout the United States, but at yeah. least they're in the United States. I can States. relate yeah. to that. That is
2: true. You can probably relate to that, too, uh, at this point. You're pretty scattered from your uh, Oh, yeah. Your well,
1: nest. I'm from
0: Texas. Oh, so. you are? Yeah. What park?
1: Houston. Oh. Yeah. Not too far from Austin. No, Just no. about two hours. Austin's yeah.
2: the uh, food truck capital of- Is it really? It is. I guess, like, mm. other than California, like, California this way-
0: it seemed like it it's originated. Did it, did it originate there? Or they California, have yeah, oh, It was California. Huge
2: in California. Well, I think there were some probably at a similar time in Austin. Austin is Austin is really a mini California. Yeah, kind of. That is
1: like you know very very true. One oh of uh,
2: our town's food trucks went and kind of planted a Happy Girl Cheese. There is a Happy Girl Cheese in Austin, Texas That's what now, I heard. and I think they're doing pretty well for me. Yeah, I think I is seen?
1: is there a Happy Girl Cheese in Houston too?
2: Hmm? not not I f- that i know of not yet
1: is that did that start here happy girl uh, yeah cheese?
2: happy girl cheese started here as a food truck and uh they got a restaurant downtown then they got a restaurant in mandarin yeah um that's right by my which where we live. honestly props to them for putting one downtown that's still like is it going still because yeah. downtown i i respect any business who is uh, trying to build up downtown, because that is a very underrated area of town. And I think people get a lot more, give it's, it a lot more very flack cyclical. than it deserves. It's
1: very, I feel like recently, and especially because of COVID, it's been very cyclical, but there's still businesses going down there and trying to make it work. And I appreciate that too. Well, I think we talked about that with uh, one of our guests about, you know, the move, the push to move downtown and move into the city whenever for the longest time lobby, to right? get out of the city. Yeah. Yeah. And... People are moving back into those, you know, more business urban, yeah. urban areas, mm-hmm. and I think that's really important because those people that work in offices, I mean, they need food. Too. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> though,
2: like to some degree, the city makes it easy, and then to some degree, well, there it is doesn't. definitely
1: incentives to move downtown and and have a business downtown. So, that is exactly why yeah. Bold City moved down there originally. That's exactly why Intuition moved down there. But
2: then it's it's hard as a consumer because for me, it's like I. I'm going to shout out a business uh, later in our business of the week, but I like to go down every Wednesday and uh, get something from them. But it's like all the parking is metered parking. It's like $2 an hour. Um, It's, it's difficult to get there. Uh, they I think they're doing a very good job with uh, some things like I think the scooters are actually a really good idea. Have you Do we seen have the scooters? Any of those here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a whole fleet of those. Like you can find those everywhere downtown. I think that's a really cool idea because we have a very beautiful downtown that yeah. people like need to check out because it's it's super cool. Um, we went to Taco fest or I went to Taco Fest last Saturday, which is like a, a food truck event put on by some food truck owners down at that big like landing green Mm. and like it was super cool the one downside is i think they made renting the area like super expensive um which to some degree i get just because they're probably like a lot of the times they'll have like concerts and other really huge events but these food trucks i talked to one of the owners they were paying like six hundred dollars per food truck to be out there for the day at the city i think so well i think it's between um the cost of using it the cost of like having security permitting all the all the stuff involved i don't i can't i guess i can't really like necessarily blame it on the city because i don't know what all's involved um yeah but i'll I'll say it was a really good event so i I think more people should have more people have gone or would have uh gone i think the food trucks would have done a little better i think they they thought it was a little under, under attended but
1: well i think the marketing for it probably wasn't that great because i've never heard it of wasn't. it i'd never heard of it until you posted about it well we so. offered to
2: help them but they they like i guess ran out of money in their budget but that's just like how it goes sometimes
1: well i mean jacksonville has so many of those fests you yeah. know now this seafood was the third festival taco festival or I've something seen. like yeah. i don't the they, they keep popping up with these but i feel like by the time i see it it's like The next weekend.
0: Yeah, me too. So I. Yeah, I don't know whether it was. So that's a a good question.
2: Shout out
1: to all the fest people.
2: I think
0: those. If you need help, let us
1: know. (laughs)
2: Honestly, like, I think a lot of people in the food scene follow different food influencers. And this might be a silly thing, but I think if maybe they had. Influencers involved in promoting oh, yeah. them might have. Well,
1: I'm an influencer. I'm on I'm social saying. media all the time. Well, and a lot of people, I've if you to see anything, if you
2: posted about it, a lot of people would be like, "Oh, I didn't know that was a thing," and they'd yeah. probably go.
1: I mean, especially posting from things from many different, you know, people, not just food bloggers, you know foodies will follow food bloggers, but what about regular people yeah, no that kidding. maybe they don't want to follow a food right. blogger or don't follow a f- food blogger, like a but probably they follow a like lifestyle tacos, blogger though. or a mom blogger or something like that. That's the importance of influencers is also not picking all the same one. I mean, yeah, I I'm think no that's kidding. probably why I was, ha- or was, or have, or still being invited to some food things. I don't, I'm not a food blogger. Yeah, really, different I, mean, audience, I love though. food, that's but, your, that's but, your advantage. but yeah. They get in front of a different platform of, of, of people, so.
2: And that's, so that's the other, like, that's one of the reasons that we actually, like, uh, went and tried to promote them um, with, even without getting paid is because um, we have, a, like, a strong bond with a lot of the food truck owners. And, like, um, part of our mission, like, at Snacksonville is to, like, genuinely to help Yeah. Um, Not everything has to
1: have a money back, you know. Well, and that's the
2: thing is that that was another thing I wanted to bring up is just like um, we try to I know content is generally better or like posts and videos and pictures are generally better um, when they go in line with like what your mission is as an organization. And I know like for Snacksonville, it's like we try to keep all our content in line with uh, things that like build up businesses like we don't do. Like negative reviews and we're we're very open about that we just like promote people and we think you should try everything um, because you might find your new favorite restaurant even if other people it's their least favorite restaurant Um, and so like that's something that we build out in your content and so I was gonna ask you guys what you think um, your mission is and kind of how it plays into uh, how you brand yourself on social media
0: for me, um, Jack's Cooking Studio, we see ourselves as a fun experience, um, something to do other than going out to a restaurant. It's a um, creative outlet. Uh, it's a place a lot of a lot of our cu- customers have come and met other friends there. It's a, a, I guess it's something to do besides uh, go out to a restaurant. Or go to a movie where you're not really interacting, or uh, so it's just, you know, it's just a, it's an alternative. It's a part of, a, one part of the um, cultural cultural scene uh, of Jacksonville, which you know we want to make it well-rounded. We're certainly not the only activity. There are other fun right. things to do, but it's just um, I think a lot of large cities do have cooking schools, and is kind of is a is one of the top ones in Jacksonville. I and believe.
2: one thing that I think about like from experiencing your um uh what you guys offer to like comparing it to social media to your website one thing that i think goes really well across your brand is just i know it sounds it might sound simple but like the idea of fun like you guys are very fun when you go and you keep a lot of your social media posts fun mm. and like a lot of the things that you guys emphasize are like creative and things that like you know people will enjoy like the not from like the different classes you offer to like even just some of the ways you like uh word things like your copywriting it conveys this idea of like fun and I think that's very true to who who you guys kind of have like um carved yourself out to be from from my personal experience
1: yeah and whenever I looked at the social media it's not just pictures of food or food that you're gonna be cooking, it's people's faces. For sure. Seeing their smile, seeing them standing around all of their friends or family or whatever. And I think even just from the brief time that I spent looking at it and then looking at their website, it just looked fun. Okay. It radiated fun, like so I need I think to be there. You guys do that really well. Yeah, thank you.
0: We try to do a blend of um, showing people having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, promoting our upcoming classes right. and then also doing a little bit of culinary education. You know, sometimes people want to learn a little bit about, um, you know, how to prepare a grazing board. We did one on that, you know, so that is last awesome. holiday, how that's do you, a good idea. what are the mixes of um, ingredients that you choose to have on mm-hmm. hand and then just, you know, be artistic about it. It's kind of a fun event to do yeah, at home.
2: Absolutely. People that's, be all over that. That's super
1: mm-hmm. important as a brand to have like many different like buckets or whatever of like, So you're not all over the place, but, you know, not everything is one thing. You make it, you know, very multidimensional and stuff like that because people get bored. Different extensions of your mission, essentially. Yeah, exactly. You have different, you know... Different aspects of your brand, you know, your brand isn't just cooking. It's about providing an experience, providing education, and stuff like that. That's not
2: the whole thing, you're Well, right. you're it educating. Cooking, you're
1: ex- they're experiencing 100%. something. They're you know feeling a certain way. I think that's mm-hmm. you know a lot of brands lose their effectiveness or you know their audience because it's so one dimensional. Mm-hmm. But you know brands want to or. Consumers these days, especially with having everything at your fingertips, they want to see, you know, you how you handled COVID and how, you know, you you moved and pivoted and, and how you help your customers still feel, you know, involved with your brand during a hard time and, you know, that you cared and that you wanted to offer these things that, you know, some businesses didn't or just had, you know, unfortunately shut down and stuff like that. in this day and age, you have to be able to pivot yeah. That is, like, a major thing in branding and stuff is, is being able to pivot when something's not working or something external happens and yeah. you have to. I mean, that's the only way to succeed yeah. these days.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, that's, it's,
2: a, that's a life skill, yeah.
0: It's fun. Um, as a, as a you know, somebody who had never uh, been an entrepreneur before, um, but rather an entrepreneur, I guess if you, if you look at developing new programs yeah. within a... <laughs> Um, with an existing business, but it's fun to um, be in charge of all of that, and really to try to figure out. Okay, the, the, here's marketing. I know I have to market. What's the best way to do it? And that's I enjoy marketing. I don't usually have a whole lot of time to do it, but I, <laughs> I, I, I can hire somebody that you know and give that person direction. But there's so many things that you have to do as an entrepreneur. You know, you're in charge of the finances and the scheduling and the um, and payroll and then scheduling classes and. Uh, hiring and, uh, you know, marketing. So it's kind of fun keeping all those balls in the air. And so if you're a person that likes to do that um, and enjoys that challenge, then maybe you should start a business. Yeah. And, and, you know, here's a plug to become an entrepreneur and, <laughs> and, a, and a plug again for the Jacksonville Chamber, which really does a good job um, in Jacksonville of supporting our entrepreneurs.
2: It can be stressful, but uh, I would I can also confess it's worth it. But uh, this is actually the funny, this is, I know this is a lame segue but this is a perfect segue um, to one of our sponsors actually, uh, Auxilium. Um, Auxilium basically helps businesses with a lot of the difficult things they don't have time to do, um, such as bookkeeping, uh, finances, uh, financial planning, like exit planning, and as of late, uh, we now uh, offer marketing services for businesses, so if you are an entrepreneur and you're listening to this and uh, you find yourself uh, short on time or uh, you wanna consult some experts, uh, Auxilium is a great um opportunity for you to have someone help you grow your business with you and uh
0: and you can't do it all you yeah. can't do it all so you, you gotta you figure out what you do best and then
2: you should not do it all either it's, it's not it. efficient so uh, if, if you guys want a free consultation go to auxag.com auxa com, and uh we will uh follow up with you but very excited and thankful to have them uh giving us this opportunity to do the podcast um Haley I do want to know what what I know we talked about kind of our missions what what would you think uh the mission of uh Chic Avocado would be or how would you sum that up
1: uh my mission is to just be fun and have fun with how you style things I tend to have a much more vibrant loud colorful style and you know sometimes that's not for everyone some people don't know how to you know style color or you know whatever and i really just want it to be as casual as possible i want it to be a place for women to come and feel comfortable talking to me you know i get messages all the time and when i respond they're like oh my god you responded and i i never want this platform to be something that i'm too good for because i started from zero followers just like everyone else and you know some people actually don't start at zero followers I could have used my personal Instagram and had that advantage, but I wanted to start this brand from the ground up. I wanted to work from zero to nothing, and I am would not consider myself, you know, crazy successful or whatever, but by being myself and not being anyone else on there, even though social media can be so, I think, damning sometimes where, like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, the comparison game, this person is doing almost the exact same thing as me and they have way more followers. I think really staying in your lane and being true to yourself has been what has given me that success. And I want others to know that you don't have to spend three hundred dollars on a dress to look beautiful. You don't have to, you know, purchase something new, but, you know, getting inspiration from what I wear and pulling something out of your closet that you may, you know, think looks similar or whatever and and feel comfortable and feel, you know, good. I think since losing my job that's been a huge thing for me is that like I can't just go out and buy, you know, whatever I want now and stuff like that. So really I had to find myself again and and really kind of figure out what I wanted my brand to be. And really just being authentic and not hiding behind what, what Instagram or what other people think is Instagram. And I'm not perfect. I don't portray myself to be perfect on Instagram. So I want other women to feel comfortable that if they saw my Instagram page or they scrolled and saw my picture, they wouldn't feel lesser than. So... I know that's a no, social,
2: I, I really appreciate that. a lot. Social media
1: that. has become such. Even for myself, has become such like a. I'm not good enough, or it's like, like I don't. I mm-hmm. my house doesn't look like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, have this beautiful outfit, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. I can't just go out and you know buy a free people sweater, or whatever. But I'm still happy. Like I've. I just, it's, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting year to say the least, but I just don't want that to be my brand is that people don't feel comfortable interacting with me or anything like that. So That's it was a round, thing, really long way of saying that I just want people to feel comfortable and not feel like their mental well health or mental, you know, whatever is affected by what I'm posting. I want them to see what I'm posting and it make them smile or make them happy or make them laugh or whatever. Or relate to me. So. Well said. And that's, Thanks. you know, really what.
0: Well, <laughs> but I think most of us should uh, I mean, strive for
1: I mean, I feel like my mental health had been affected from social media, especially in 2020 for so long. I mean, 2020 was hard. 2020
2: mm-hmm. was hard. And
1: oh, so being, <laughs> I've been on my social media, on my stories and cried. And I would have never done that before. But, you know, sometimes I, you just can't hold it in. And I was having a terrible day and I cried and... I mean, I at first I was embarrassed, but why?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we've come through 2020. Oh my gosh! I and we're. I think we're stronger at. I mean, I didn't enjoy going through that. Oh yeah. And I think that yeah. we're stronger and more um, well-rounded because of it. I. I mean, that I think agree. most people are.
2: Yeah, that's true. And I, I think I gave people a lot of opportunity to to all experience some sort of adversity at the same time, um, which yeah. I think. Like you can, there are people who you could let that kind of define you, and you could decide to, kind of, uh, I don't know. You could you could decide to sit on the sidelines, or um, but there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, took the hand that they were dealt and tried to make the best of it, and really, I think, in twenty twenty one, we're seeing a lot of rewards from that. Um, Which which that's cool. And I mean, there's no escaping some of the 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 real downsides that came from it. But uh, I think, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think you like you were talking about, it does make us uh, stronger people. And I think my heart kind of hurts for a lot of the businesses that um, experienced like major setbacks. Uh, Yeah. And and that that was one thing. Yeah, that was that is was and is one thing that like is just. Sometimes it's like, hard to think about is like, especially a lot of the restaurants who yeah. essentially had to shut their doors, saw their dreams crushed.
1: But if you think of it in the same sense, I mean, 2020 brought us so many negatives, but also think of all of the, you know, communities coming together for those restaurants or all of the businesses that popped up because people Mm -hmm. found their true hobbies during the time they were locked up in their house. And I mean, I can't tell you, I mean, TikTok has completely changed small businesses. I mean, I can't tell you how many small businesses I have purchased from because I saw a little 20 second, 30 second video pop up on TikTok. So I, (laughs) you know, we can choose to dwell on the negative stuff. And, you know, the impact of 2020 will be felt for many years to come, unfortunately, for pricing of foods and you know the short staffed workers the production timing all that kind of stuff it's going to be something that we are going to be feeling I'd say for the next probably two to five years if not longer but I think that to choose to see you know I know I've seen videos of like oh we're about to shut down and then there's a line of a hundred people outside wanting to buy a donut from a donut shop and yeah. stuff like that. I think that shows you 2020 showed us the absolute worst in people, but at the same time brought out the best in people too. For sure. So,
2: well, let's end. <laughs> let's, let's end see, on a, a positive now, note. Yeah, I, mean, I ended
1: it on you a positive did. note. Let's continue that on. <laughs> um, so,
2: Terry, we do something called Brands of the Week um, every week. And I actually liked what Abby did uh, the other week where he just plugged. Uh, so he plugged his own business. But me and uh, Haley each are going to pick a business on social media that we saw that we did. Saw do some good things. And uh, But what we'd like to do uh, before we do that is give you a chance to just. Uh, I know we've kind of been plugging it the whole episode. But uh, if you want to give a nice little plug for Jack's Cooking Studio.
0: Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to be on the podcast. I really enjoyed it and getting to know you guys. Um, So, you know, we're a small business uh, offering fun cooking experiences. Um, it doesn't have to, You don't have to be a, a great cook, um, you don't even have to have any prior experience at all, you can come and the chefs have prepared, the, they come ahead of time and prepare the ingredient trays for you, so um, then you just follow along with the chef, the chef teaches you to make one thing, then you actually go out there and do it, and, you, and if you registered with another person, you're just cooking the food you're going to eat with that other person. And so you're not um, in in a large group cooking a meal that you are all then going to eat. You're doing, you're cooking the meal that you're going to eat. And a lot of our classes are pastry classes where you're making and taking, you're learning a lot of pastry skills and it's, um, you know, it's a fun creative outlet and it's a great life school as we said. So we offer a lot of corporate and team building events. There's nothing better than um, cooking together to get to know your teammates and uh, learn a little bit of of collaboration. Uh, So uh, it's, you know, we've just enjoyed really becoming a part of the Jacksonville community. We're on Beach Boulevard between Hodges and San Pablo, so in the intercoastal west area. And um, we've got a great website with all of our classes listed there at jacks, jackscookingstudio.com. You can peruse them, you order the classes right there. And um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, we'll see you one day soon. Yes, I'll for be sure. There that soon. was a good vlog. I'm excited.
2: All right. You want to go first. Or you want me to go first.
0: Sure, I'll go first.
1: I'm gonna shout out my friend Elena at Palm Co or Palm Coast. Right? Let me see. I don't want to get this wrong. Is it? Is it uh, that? Yes. Oh, that's a good. Well, plot. I didn't want to get it wrong because a good her brand name of the is week. Palm Beach Custom Designs. She makes custom koozies like the hard ones she also has regular slim cans yes so this would fit in here i just didn't put it in there um she Mm -hmm. also does regular size ones she does cups and stuff like that so she can do pretty much anything custom and this is i got this for game day so if you're watching the video you can see this it says sooner for the oklahoma Sooners. sooners um elena is so great. I've actually become great friends with her over the time. I actually work with her now kind of as an influencer, so um, I really enjoy her products. They're really great quality products, and she's taught me a lot over, you know, whatever. I, She re, has gotten into TikTok videos oh, and I yeah. love her TikTok videos, but she actually taught me something new on Canva today and introduced me to a really great like marketing, um, Instagram page too, that I have actually learned a lot mm. from too. So, um, Elena makes these in other cups and custom things, and you can check her out at Palm Beach, not Palm Coast. I was thinking about something else. Palm Beach custom designs on Instagram. And if you use code Haley10, you get 10% off. And she can put whatever you want on there. So, if you're not a Sooner fan, you don't have to be. You can put whatever.
2: Oh. But you should be a Sooner
0: fan.
1: Yes.
2: No, it's cool. It's um,
0: beautiful,
1: too. I know. Isn't it so cute? Nice. I, I love it. I was,
2: i have been admiring those. I have uh, I've been using
1: them every time I come here, but yeah. I brought this one this time, but I have one that says Haley. Yeah. Um, that's pink or whatever. Oh. It's really cute.
2: Yeah. Um, my brand of the week is uh, Back to the Grind downtown. Um it's he started as a coffee food truck. Uh, the owner's name is Matt Moberg. He's a really, really cool guy, um, and they have excellent coffee. Um, one notable thing actually, there's a couple notable things about him downtown. Um, I think his prices are really, really good, um, especially like compared to the other things downtown. Um, his smoothies are made with fresh fruit, mm-hmm. which sometimes at coffee shops is not a given and he does very very good milkshakes so even in like the afternoon if you're not a coffee person I think his milkshakes are almost unmatched in the city so it might be uh worth a trip uh downtown to see him and I try to go every Wednesday um I'm probably gonna go run downtown tomorrow and then stop there after on my way back home but uh yeah back to the grind uh downtown is my brand of the week he's got a great product um with that we just want to thank terry again for uh
1: thank you this is so awesome
2: podcast i learned a lot about you terry i know i feel like it makes me want to go home and cook more um (laughs) which i hope everyone else kind of gets the same vibe and maybe signs up for one of your classes what if we did
1: a snacks in ville class where people could come cook with you i oh might I have to talk about that and i'll come, and I'll come cook with you so Cele- uh, that'd be cool <laughs> i don't even want
2: to use the word celebrity because i don't think that's accurate but uh
1: well you said people recognize you when you guys are out so you're a celebrity you're a right.
2: celeb. maybe i don't know it's fun and <laughs> I, I love it i love it when people say hey but maybe we should do that that'd be kind of cool
1: uh, a let's fun. snack one
0: not just, oh, well. No,
2: it would have to be a let Snack. Yeah, right?
0: yeah with well, all the great snacks you can have. Oh my That's gosh. a great one coming up for the holidays when you want to make snacks for Ooh. gifts. That'd be cool. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I think I plugged all of our sponsors. Uh, we, uh, I guess one last one. We are in Selfie Photography Jacksonville. Um, they so graciously host us um, every, uh, bi-monthly. Um,
1: Bi-weekly. Is it bi-weekly? Yeah, we're here every other week. OK,
2: I don't know what that. I, words are hard sometimes. <laughs> but uh, the facilities are semi. S- I don't know. I have no oh idea. Oh my gosh! But uh, uh, all I do, what I do know, is if you are trying to uh, find another fun activity, if you're sick of cooking and sick of signing up for all those cooking classes that I know you're going to sign up for, um, you'd never be sick of cooking. But like, let's say, <laughs> cook the, and in, then if come here
1: and take a selfie. As unrealistic
2: as it is, if you do get sick of cooking, <laughs> come check out selfie photography. Uh, they have some cool rooms over here for you to uh, take some selfies with your oh. friends. Bring your kids. Uh, bring your dog bring your cat uh i think cats get in free Uh, don't quote me on that oh my gosh you should try it though uh but yeah thank you guys again for tuning in um and we will see you uh, next episode